Welcome back as we continue our coverage of post-secondary and what's going to happen to post-secondary learning after the pandemic. It is going to be a massive, massive change, and I am predicting that we will see a a lot fewer universities and post-secondary institutions and colleges just simply because coming out of the pandemic, there will be pressures on governments, there will be pressures on students, and those increased pressures I think it's just going to cause a ripple effect. And the province of Ontario on Friday announced it will continue its tuition freeze for college and university students for the upcoming school year. The government says that's because of uncertainty during the pandemic, but those institutions worry that's just going to make their financial challenges even worse. The Colleges and Universities Minister in the province of Ontario, Ross Romano, saying Friday that the hold on tuition will mark the second year the province has implemented a freeze after slashing tuition by 10% in 2019. Remember that those tuition slash, a bunch of that, all borne by universities, by the institutions themselves, not necessarily by the government. The quote, we're disappointed the government has announced this policy without addressing the college's serious fiscal challenges, said the president of Colleges Ontario, Linda Franklin. Many are struggling with significant losses in revenue from international tuition and new cost pressures created by the pandemic. Support for students should include increased provincial funding to colleges to protect the quality of programs. Now, meanwhile, what's going on at Laurentian University? The highly sought-after bilingual midwifery program recently axed by Laurentian will be saved. That's according to the province of Ontario and announced that on Friday, pledging to find a new home for the midwifery program in the north, the only one of its kind, the only bilingual one in the country, and it will find a new home for it in northern Ontario. Laurentian recently cut 69 programs and 110 faculty positions and more than 130 senior leaders and administrative and professional staff, all part of a court-monitoring restructuring because of a dire financial situation that Laurentian finds itself in. Is Laurentian the canary in the coal mine? What should the province of Ontario do about it? Jay Goldberg is Interim Ontario Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. And Jay has a thought or two of what the provincial government should and shouldn't do. Welcome, Jay. Great to be here. Let's talk about what your take is on it. Should the provincial government help to bail out Laurentian? No, I don't think that the provincial government should. Unfortunately, the management at Laurentian University has been very poor over the past 10 years. They managed to accumulate $100 million worth of debt, uh, and $85 million of that $100 million came from unfunded construction projects. So the university very clearly undertook a lot of projects that they simply could not afford, uh, and now the bills are coming in, and uh, it shouldn't be up to the hardworking taxpayers of this province to have to bail out poor decisions made by a university. Well, the government is going to have to bail it out on some level. There have been reports, the Toronto Star reported, that the government initially offered Laurentian a $12 million, uh, I believe it was a, if not a grant or a loan to try and help um, tie things over, but Laurentian said that wouldn't be enough. And, And now we have, as I mentioned in my preamble, the government saying, well, we're going to at least try and save the midwifery program. So the government is putting money back in. 
They are to some extent, uh, it sounds like, but the university has actually put forward a comprehensive restructuring plan uh, that would see the university have its finances sustainable over the long term. The concern with uh, what's going on at Laurentian right now, although they have $100 million worth of debt, they're also projecting uh, deficits for the next number of years, which is very rare for a university. And those deficits are expected to hit uh, 22 million by 2025. And so even if the province were to wipe out the university's debt tomorrow by spending all of our taxpayer dollars to do so, the university still needs fundamental reform. And they put together a plan, it's a comprehensive plan, uh, and it should go through. Let's talk about it, uh, the sector uh, as a whole in the recent budget released by the Ontario government. Overall funding for post-secondary is going to rise to $10.7 billion from $10.3 billion. Base funding is relatively the same year over year. There is an increase in some financial aid. I guess my thinking is, is what's happening at Laurentian a canary in a coal mine? Is it an indication of what is to come with other post-secondary as we move out of this pandemic? Well, we certainly don't know exactly what will happen, but what we do know is that tuition-free revenue at Laurentian University increased by 74% between 2010 and 2020. So although tuition-free revenue uh, might be a little bit flat over the last couple of years because of what the provincial government has announced, uh, the fact that their tuition-free revenue went up by 74% between 2010 and 2020 uh, shows to me that uh, the university has a spending problem, not a revenue problem. Uh, and most other universities uh, are on sounder financial footing. But if I just might say, I think it's very important. A lot of people in Sudbury were shocked by uh, the dire financial situation at Laurentian University. The university uh, you know, was not transparent uh, in allowing faculty and students to see what was going on with the numbers. Uh, and so this, this just shows that a lack of transparency when it comes to a university's finances and how they run can have really dire consequences on a community, on, on students and on professors. And I think it raises a larger conversation about the need for greater transparency at our universities. Right. So that there could be another Laurentian somewhere in the province of Ontario, but we don't know about it at this point because we, we don't see the books. Yeah, that's right. And look, Laurentian University, we now know, has been running an annual deficit for at least the last seven years. Uh, if we were uh, informed about that uh, as, as it went through, the university might have decided to uh, make some changes sooner to make sure they're not in the dire situation that they are today. But unfortunately, uh, the leadership there made some very poor decisions over the course of a decade. And, you know, students and teachers are being handed a, a bad situation as a result. Jay, what do you think needs to happen in terms of the sector? Does the sector itself need to become more self-sustaining? I gave you some of the numbers there in terms of the Ontario government's uh, contribution. Uh, On the university side, they're saying that the continuation of the tuition freeze uh, and then the, the relatively flat base funding means that there are problems to come. So uh, as of now, there are certainly ways I think that universities can find uh, savings. There's a lot of spending that goes on uh, that uh, could be addressed. Uh, For example, at Laurentian University, despite the fact uh, what's going on with them now, uh, they had uh, in 2020 399 
employees on the Sunshine List. So they had about 400 people employed by the university in Sudbury making over $100,000. If some of those folks took a bit of a pay cut, um, you know, the university could be in better shape. And I think, you know, one question to have is uh, what about uh, what, you know, the universities are spending on some salaries? Uh, That's deeply concerning. A lot of uh, university professors are very high up on our sunshine list. So I think there's certainly ways to save, and that could even start with uh, salaries. Jay, great talking with you. Appreciate it. That's Jay Goldberg, who is Interim Ontario Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Thanks again. Thank you. It is going to be interesting going forward, and I think uh, Jay makes a good point about the transparency of the books, is that we don't really know what's going on at a number of institutions, and we don't know if there's a possibility that we have another Laurentian in our midst. And here's what I'm going to tell you again is that coming out of this pandemic, you are going to find students who are going to say the tuition to go to Fanshawe is what? The tuition to go to Mohawk is what? And why would I pay that? Why would I pay that after an experience of the last two years of online learning? Now, I understand that there is an exclusion, an exclusivity of something like a U of T, uh, you know, something like McGill, you know, there are some other things, you know, the Western's engineering program is going to be in demand. That is not going to be impacted. But there are, there are other programs that will be. There are other universities and colleges especially. Keep an eye on this. This is going to be a huge issue in the next five years, especially when you have governments that are already going to be strapped for cash. They're not going to have the money to be able to you know, come in and say, well, we're going to save this program or that program because it's important or for the economic health and we're, or we need it for this portion of the province, that sort of thing. It's going to be an increasingly big problem when we have other demands on the Treasury. And we've seen the kind of demands that we have on both the provincial and the federal Treasury because of the old pandemic.